We just wrapped up a podcast with Anthony Valenzuela and Gabriel Russo from the Mindset Podcast. And uh, it's pretty cool. This is our first time doing, I guess, kind of a, a show swap because la- this is mm-hmm. Friday, uh, September 11th. And last Friday, we recorded with them on their show and we had a great time. And so now we did, uh, they did our show and yeah, just really cool guys. Um, it's crazy because I always forget until they mention it that they're, they're young, they're 19 and 20 and, um, they're doing the podcast thing and they're in kind of in the business world and they're just doing a lot of really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just really, it's really fun talking to those guys. They have a lot of great things to say. And like I said, you forget how young they are because it, it seems like they're older sometimes. Yeah, they're definitely more mature than us, and I yes. was totally shocked. I was shocked when they told us a lot, you know, when we were on their show, how old they were. I was like, okay, yeah. I feel old. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but yeah. they are so cool, easy to talk to, and um, yeah, I just think you guys, um, you know, will learn a lot about what their show is all about, and you'll learn about some things we talked to on their show, and just, um, I mean, they just have a really positive mindset you know pun intended in terms of like that's what their show is called is mindset so um it was great talking with them they're they're awesome yeah and so this episode um will come out so their episode with us or our episode with them see this is so confusing i don't know how you say it i know (laughs) The, 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 the mindset podcast that we did with them came out yesterday and um then we have this podcast today so you know whichever order you listen to it Make sure you yeah. go listen to the other podcasts and make sure you go give them a, a five-star review and, and rating on Apple Podcasts. That'd be a cool thing to show them some love. So, um, yeah, we're going to, like you said, the, the two immature ones are going to stop speaking now and uh, we're going <laughs> <let them, laughs> to let them take over. Here is yep. Anthony Valenzuela and Gabriel Russo from the Mindset Podcast. See ya. Hey, peace. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Decades later, and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life. In their life. In their life. Get this thing. Get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto, and I am Deb McCollum. And today we have um, some really good friends of ours on the podcast, and it's really funny because we just got done being on their podcast just recently, so we kind of get to have these fun back-to-back conversations with them, so it feel, I swear it feels like we just saw them yesterday, but we have, you, we have Gabe <laughs> and Anthony from the Mindset Podcast. You guys, how's it going? Thanks for being here. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, I feel like this week, because we recorded with you last Friday, today's Friday, I feel yeah. like I've been with you guys all week. Uh, it's been really weird, but I'm glad to have to be on this podcast. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, same here. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. Can't wait um, for your guys' episode to come out. And, you know, this is kind of, it's a cool, like, little episode swap. So, yeah. super cool. Yeah, for sure. And we were just talking before we started recording. Uh, it actually worked out where these podcasts will come out the same week, which yeah. uh, <laughs> I didn't think was going to happen, but it's a kind of a cool, cool yeah. thing. So, um, everybody will have a chance to to check out both episodes basically back to back, which is pretty sweet. So, um, but yeah, no, we had a great time on your guys' podcast, and we're uh, we're excited to kind of flip the script and and put you guys in the hot seat instead. Which uh, we always start, you guys have listened to the podcast before, so we always start uh, off with the hottest questions from Miss McCollum, 
And uh, that's the three warm-up questions. What do you got for him today, Deb? Are you guys ready? I don't know. Ready? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling nervous for you guys now too. I was feeling pretty confident. Now I'm not sure. <laughs> I've, I've heard the podcast, so I know she's got some some pretty sweet questions in her bag. So I don't know what she's about to come up with. There we go. I always mean for them to be easy, but then for some reason they tend to be very difficult. That's but, a lie. Um, That's fine. Yeah, but we'll see, right? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, okay. First question is: What three things would you bring with you for a week long cross country road trip? Now it can't be change of clothes, money, or a phone. Because those are a given. So let me say it one more time. Except for a change of clothes, some money, and a phone for navigation, what three things would you bring with you for a week-long cross-country road trip? Three Gabe, things. go for it. Take, take this one, Gabe. <laughs> um, let's see. I guess one would be a book. Um, <laughs> depends what book I'm reading. I guess it just just to you know, pass the time in cross-country. It might be a long, long drive, long flight. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this is probably hmm. deodorant. No phone, right? No, no. right. Got to bring deodorant, man. You can't leave deodorant. Oh, yeah, because I didn't include toiletries. I just said you can't stay close. Oh man, yeah, (laughs) that deodorant is definitely in there. (laughs) Deodorant's definitely in there. I can live without shampoo for a while, but deodorant's a go. Um, I guess my third one would be comfortable shoes. Honestly, if I'm gonna be Hiking across the country, I gotta you know feel good and look good. You feel me? So. Yeah. There we go. We boom. So I was definitely deodorant. Another one, uh, like a, a camera, not a phone, but a camera, because I gotta enjoy the moment. I gotta remember these uh, these events. Right. So deodorant, camera, and um, is it, it? Can I bring a friend? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll bring I'll take there you go. That's cheating. That's yeah, cheating. It's perfect. <laughs> That's and he's got the book for you if you guys want to swap yeah. while you're driving and he's got there the comfortable go. shoes for you and the deodorant you guys can share which is a little yeah, now we got now we got six things yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all you guys hacked my question that was great that's why they have the mindset podcast they're like thinking that. ahead i know right <laughs> yeah. exactly okay this one is this next one is in, to me it's interesting so if you could pick an actor to portray you in a movie who would it be? So an actor to portray you in a movie. And they don't have to like look like you. Like maybe you just like, like their personality is kind of similar to yours maybe. I love Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I love him. Oh, I love sweet. Him. I relate with him. I see myself in him a little bit. He's, uh, he's a great actor and he's a great guy, right? All of his commencement speeches that he gives mm-hmm. are phenomenal, right? The the yeah. falling forward commencement speech. I don't know if you, you all have seen that one. It's phenomenal. So definitely uh, my boy Denzel. Denzel Washington. That's a good one. Um, really bad with actors. So I'm trying to trying to get this guy right. I think it's Matthew McConaughey. Um, nice. I, nice. I don't know if I look like him. I've never gotten that compliment <laughs> before. <laughs> but but he's so he's so he's such an interesting guy on on movies and stuff and even off camera. Like he's had some really cool and inspiring speeches and. Just an all-around, all you know, amazing human being. So, probably Matthew McConaughey. Nice. That's good awesome. choices. Yeah, those are great choices. Boom! You guys are killing it so far with these warm-up questions. Darn it! I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you. She was earlier. Earlier, she's like, "Yeah, I don't know why these are so tough for people." She loves it. Don't don't let it fool you guys. She loves when this happens. 
Hey, okay. Now my third question, I think you guys know what it is because I ask every, all of our guests this last question. So what is your life song? If you could pick a song, it could be any, like, it could be like this week, this is the song I'm feeling. Like it kind of just, it just kind of tells the story of who I am, or it can be a song that like, nope, this is me throughout my whole life. Or it could just be a song you heard today. Like what is, I call it a life song. What is your life song? Mm. Hey, I know you're, you're big into songs. Go for it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. A life song. I don't know about a life song, but I guess a song that would portray like my current season would be Another Me by Andy Mino. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah. Very um, but he's a okay. Christian rapper. And basically in the song, he's just talking about, you know, this world can find another me to, you know, sing the songs, be on the big stages, mm -hmm. you know, sign all the big contracts. But you know, I have one life. I have one family. I'm not willing to sacrifice myself in the process of, you know, making all, all the money and the accolades and stuff. And I guess for me, it's just like a constant reminder um, to, to myself as far as no matter how much success I might obtain one day, I guess I never want to lose myself in the process, um, you know, of those who I love and those who are, you know, closest to me. Dang, awesome. that, was, that, was, that, was, that was a great answer, dude. That, that was, was really good. good. That was really good. <laughs> That was good. I think mine, you know, my, I guess a new song that I've been listening to often, it's not that new, but it's Life is Good by Drake and Future. Mm -hmm. I just love that song, right? Mm. The, the title says it, right? Life is good, right? So whenever I'm down or whenever I feel like I need some energy, I just play Life is Good. I just like Drake in general. Yeah. And that song is probably one of my favorite ones. Nice. Nice. Cool. Wow. Boom. They killed it. They did kill it. Was it. good. No, I, yeah. I love, I love, uh, I love just rap and hip hop. So I can, uh, I can relate to both of those. So, uh, there awesome. we go. Nice job guys. Yeah. It made it easy. We passed. we passed. We did a game. That was <laughs> the hardest part. Let's go. <laughs> that was the hardest part. We're good now. Yeah, well good. done. Let me, let me yeah. ask you guys a question. This is a question that Deb's asked before, um, on the warm up questions, but I don't think we've ever had, um, like two two guys who are doing a podcast or doing business together that show i don't know if you guys remember that show the amazing race uh yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if it's still on mm. we, we ask that every time we have no idea but uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you think you guys would do on that show together oh i i've actually never seen that show so i oh, okay I but answer anthony you can take that <laughs> you can take that one I also don't, I don't think it's, they're still playing it, but I've seen it before, right? In like 2011, 2012 is when it was really popular. So, so basically, Gabe, it's, it's basically a, a team. I think it's two people. I don't think you can yep. have more than two people. Yeah, two people on a team. And they, it's like a scavenger hunt slash obstacle race slash a bunch of challenges that you have to overcome. And it's actually pretty tricky. Um, and you have to work with your team. So it's a, it's a really interesting show. And I think Gabe, I think we would do well because Gabe and I, Gabe, have we ever argued before? Have like had an argument? I don't uh, think we so. have like here and there, but it's not. It's never like a heated argument, but it's more of like constructive criticism type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, so Gabe and I, we complement each other actually really, really well, really well. So I think yeah. we would do pre, be pretty successful, and we're both competitive. So, nice. oh yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll fight till the end. That's nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, if the show, like I said, I don't know if it's still going on, but if it isn't going on and it comes back, uh, we expect to see you guys out there. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we're out there. We're out there. Yeah. So, well, awesome. Well done, guys. Yeah. You guys survived the warm-up questions. Um, so now we'll get to the 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 real stuff, the real stuff that everybody wants to know about. So um, as you guys probably know, the first question that we'd like to ask all of our guests is what is your 
uh, athletic background. And if you've done any coaching, what's your coaching background? Yeah, sure. So Gabe and I, I'll take this one, Gabe, and then you can chime in. Gabe and I, we played high school in basically since we were in middle school, right? At least I started around sixth grade uh, playing basketball in middle school. Actually, I took on several sports. I took on basketball, flag football, cross country and soccer just to experiment and, and try different things. But I've always been a basketball guy. That's always been my passion. High school, I played basketball uh, every single year, freshman year through senior year. Um, and then I decided to give it up going into college because I just decided to focus on business and academics and, and entrepreneurship. So I didn't pick it up in, in college, but I know Gabe has an interesting story. He almost, he kind of did go in to play college, but not really. He got injured, but Gabe, you can elaborate on that. Yeah. So I guess my athletic background, I guess would come from my mom. Cause she, I mean, from what she tells me, right. She played like street volleyball and soccer and we're Brazilian, so my parents thought I was going to be like the next Pelé, like coming out, you know, so I, I kind of disappointed them with that. But um, I kind of similar to Anthony, I, I played a lot of sports. I played like tennis. I did swimming. I did so many different things. Um, and then I guess my last sport that I tried was basketball. And then that's kind of like how it stuck. Right. And then kind of similar to Anthony, I played basketball pretty much all through uh, middle school and then high school. and then. After my senior, my junior year, going to my senior year, I, I was starting to get some, I guess, uh, traction, if you will, from some college recruits. And uh, I had a couple smaller Division three uh, schools interested in me. And then going into my senior year, um, I actually got hurt. I got injured. I Don't ask me how this happened, but I, I had a stress fracture in my pelvis. Um, not sure. I don't, I've never heard of that. Um, but that happened and I was basically out for the season. I played probably two or three games. Um, and then basically I wasn't able to play my whole senior season. And obviously, you know, those offers were off the table, but, um, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really say much because I mean, I, I couldn't, I would rather be in the position that I am today than if I would have played somewhere else, because I think everything happens for a reason, obviously. But yeah, it's kind of my story. Interesting. Um, Deb, I'm sure, I'm sure you have a couple questions about the injury. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, so you said you're like, I don't know how it happened. So like what is stress fracture in your, where, in your, where'd you say again? It's in, it was in my pelvis. So from what the doctor, so how does that feel? It's, it's almost like you pull your groin. That, okay. that was my first thought. Um, when I went to my general doctor, she's like, yeah, just take a couple of days off, you know, don't practice, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool, sweet. I can take a couple of days off. I stretched it out and then, you know, I come back the next week and I'm in even more pain. And it, I went, you know, I took an MRI, I took an x-ray and it's literally like a hairline fracture on, you know, my pelvis. And the doctor basically said that it couldn't have come from a one time, like I didn't fall or anything. Like it was kind of like a series of events of me kind of putting, you know, stress and pressure on it that right. that happened. Right. And then, you know, but I guess the closest thing I can relate to it is like if you pull your groin, right. Or like a hamstring or something like that, like that's the closest feeling, but it, it is painful. You know, it hurts to, you know, get up in the morning, you know, to swing your leg over the bed, things like that. It was definitely painful to go through. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much fully recovered now. I mean, that was over two years ago. So did you have to do any, um, like rehab or like physical therapy for it? Yeah. So I actually, uh, I, I didn't have any surgery, thank God, but I did have to go through a procedure called, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it, but it's like PRP 
where they they basically draw your own blood. I don't even know if this is like certified or something, but it did it did happen in a in a, in a doctor's office. I swear. Um, they they draw your blood and then they in America. They, in America. <laughs> Sorry, I travel. I travel halfway across the country to, to yeah. get it. Yeah. They, were, they were wearing a white coat. That's all he knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. So basically, they draw your blood and then they put it in, the, in this machine and they spin it and they pull oh. all your plasma. Um, basically, the, the white stuff, the the white blood cells that basically help uh, you know cure an injury, and they basically injected it right into the area, which that within itself was extremely painful. Um, mm. But I probably had to go through I would say like five months of maybe rehab just to um, you know get back to normal. And then I, as obviously life went on, you know, kind of went away. Interesting. Wow. Now, Kobe, Kobe did that procedure, right? At one point, a lot of, a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes have done it. A lot of soccer players. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I don't, it's not, I remember they said that it wasn't, I guess, like CDC approved or something like that because the insurance wasn't, uh, you know, covering it, but that a lot of professional athletes have done it because it's more of like a holistic, natural way of healing pretty much. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember, um, the first time I heard about that, I didn't realize that's, that was the name of it. The first time I heard about that process was, was Kobe and I think he got it done in Germany. Um, and I forgot it was one of, I don't know how many years ago it was, but he had it done, um, after one of his, one of his injuries and yeah, they said it was pretty crazy. So, um, man, that's wow. wild. What a, what yeah. a weird, weird injury. Wow. Gabe, you, you need to share with them how you broke your, your wrist. Oh man. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> this. Oh, yeah. more injuries. More? Yeah. Oh yeah, my my, my my athletic career has been full of ups and downs and many injuries. So yeah, I guess to, to answer Anthony's question, my I broke my wrist, I broke my arm three times, um, I broke my wrist twice, and then the last time I did it was my junior year, um, which I had just my sophomore year. I'm sorry, I had just transferred over to this private school um, that I was you know recruited for and it was literally like my first or second practice with this team. Um, and I was literally trying to, you know, I was trying to make a good impression, you know, all these guys, whatever. And um, I guess they had heard that I could jump a little bit and they wanted to, you know, to, to see if I can dunk or something. And, you know, one of the guys is like, Oh, go, go. I'll throw you an alley-oop. And I was like, all right, cool. Like the coach wasn't around. He kind of gave us a day off. So we were kind of just fooling around and he threw me the ball. And uh, nonetheless, he was a horrible point guard, so he couldn't throw the ball. But he, <laughs> he, uh, he threw the ball way too high. But I guess just to prove my point that I can jump, I kind of grabbed onto the rim a little bit and shook the rim. Um, but needless to say, I landed. I, I let go at the wrong time, and I landed on my wrist. Oh. Um, and, yeah, my wrist was in the wrong direction. So that's kind of what happened there. <laughs> oh, my Dang. gosh. Remind – yeah, remind me – Josh, remind me not to be around Gabe when we're playing sports together <laughs> if we ever do, just because no, I'm <laughs> scared now. Bad juju off on us and we're going to break something. <laughs> I don't mean to scare away your listeners, but I don't, I'm, I'm scared to podcast with you. Like, I, like a mic's going to hit me or something's going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. It's okay. So, Anthony, what injuries do you have? Yep. <laughs> I feel so, like this is turning into an injury podcast. None. None? Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat. Yeah. yeah so we're, we're together on this, Josh. Deb, have you broken anything before? So I've never broke. I played softball up until um, my, I guess you should could say my junior year of college. I've never broken anything. I did though, however, have kind of what Gabe went through with his like borderline, like hairline, like the fracture part of his, not my okay. pelvis, but my shins. So I had really bad shin splints 
up until mm. college and I had to like stop running on the pavement for like weeks. Like they wouldn't let me do anything and it hurt so bad. And then I had like lower back pains at, you know, one point in time, but I never broke anything. Oh, I did sprain my ankle in eighth grade basketball <laughs> and it was the most painful thing I've ever been through. It hurt. So I didn't, I could not get up for three days and I have a really high pain tolerance and my parents knew I wasn't joking around or trying to get out of school. And my ankle swelled up like as big as my head. It was so bad. It hurt so oh, bad, man. but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I Ankle injuries hurt, man. Those are no joke. Oh. Yeah. Know? We, uh, we did a whole episode on, uh, how to overcome injuries. And mm -hmm. then probably about 35 minutes into it, we both realized, Oh, you know what? We don't have any experience with overcoming real injuries. I don't know why we did this episode. <laughs> it was, oh, it was brutal. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. Gabe, that episode. You should have Gabe do that episode. Gabe, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back yeah. on whatever you guys want. And I'll, you know. Yeah, there you go. Injuries <laughs> part two. <laughs> oh, we, we, we might need like five hours. He's broken every bone in his body. <laughs> be like a, I know. Like a six part episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we'll did you see. guys? So. Uh, maybe you guys said this already. Did you guys play on the same team or no? You guys yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. For for all four years, or did you, Gabe? Did you play somewhere else? You said a private school. Was that later, or was that yeah, where you guys so played together? We so again, my my story is a little complicated. But my freshman year, I went to a public school, and then halfway into my sophomore year, I transferred over to uh, a private school, and that's where I met Anthony. Anthony was at that wow. private school, and then. He was a year under me, so he was a freshman when I was a sophomore. And then my junior year, I played varsity, and you were on JV, right? And then I think halfway through the season, like he got moved up. Um, but we also played travel together because the travel was through the private school. Um, and then in going into my senior year, some complications happened with coaches and stuff. So I actually went back to my public school that I started at and graduated from there. Okay. So how did you guys, like, how did you guys meet? how did you guys become friends and how did this whole podcast thing start? Yeah. So believe it or not, Gabe and I, we weren't really that close in high school when we met, when we played basketball, we were cool with each other and we would, you know, hang out, obviously we were teammates, but it was nothing, nothing like we are now. Um, it's actually a funny story. So once Gabe graduated and, and, you know, I was like, he said a year younger than him, he graduated, he went on to a different school. I went on to a different school as well. And, and that was that we didn't speak at all uh, for, I would say about a year, year and a half. We actually met up uh, because a buddy of ours that we have in common had a networking event uh, in Miami. And we went to that networking event not knowing that we would be there. And of course, the, the only familiar face I see there is Gabe. So Gabe and I started talking and we pretty much end up talking the whole night and about catching up and business and what business he's starting. And that was really what the spark that started what is now known as the Mindset Podcast, right? We started talking, having these in-depth conversations and then one we, we get to a point where we're like Gabe we're having these really great conversations these entrepreneurial um, experiences what we want to do with our future what we want to do with our lives we really think that some people our friends can benefit from these conversations we're having how can we make this public that was the question we had no idea what we could do we had no idea how to run a podcast how to start a podcast uh, but Gabe came up with the idea over having lunch at Chipotle one day and and that idea was born in Chipotle. So uh, we, we learned from the ground up, not knowing what we were doing. And here we are today. I feel like a lot of good ideas come from lunches at Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of, I've talked to a lot of people and they say that exact same thing. So there must be something in the food there. It's delicious. I know that yeah. for sure. <laughs> Chipotle sponsored I mean, this episode, by the way. I was going to say, go. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, so you guys, so what does, sorry, not to hijack your question, Josh, but kind no, of, okay. kind of bouncing off what, you know, he asked you guys. So how, you know, you said that's how you guys came up with the mindset podcast, but can you tell our listeners like just a little more about what the mindset podcast is about and just what are some things you guys talk about on there and what inspires you to talk about those things? Yeah. So like Anthony mentioned, I mean, we're young, right? I'm 20 years old, yeah. Anthony's 19, you know, we're still, we haven't even lived. Right. And I think, you know, part of the reason why we wanted to start this podcast is because we had a lot of questions. You know, we had those conversations like Anthony mentioned, but we had so many questions that we wanted answers to about, you know, what does success even mean? How do you get there? And, you know, different things about money and finances and things that honestly aren't just, they're not taught in school. Mm -hmm. um, so we thought we could benefit from this. Again, our friends and our, our, our classmates and our buddies can also benefit from this as well. So we made a, a podcast and I guess our goal with it is to, you know, reach the, the millennial, the Gen Z generation and kind of bring on, you know, these su successful entrepreneurs. Um, we've had so many different people, um, you know, throughout the six months, six or seven months that we've had this podcast now and, you know, all the way from nutritionists to, you know, brokers to CEOs to coaches and kind of, you know, basically teaching our listeners what type of mindset is needed what type of mindset is necessary um to succeed in life right everyone has a definition has a different definition of, su of success some people it, it does have a monetary you know value to it but some others it's just you know having a good life and you know a, a nice family and a white picket fence like everyone's definition is different how do you get to your level of success right and that's that's kind of how we've cultivated the mindset podcast and we always like to say it's more of a movement you know, than a podcast, because we've actually, you know, we've created a, a community around this. And, you know, we get, we've actually gotten literally like celebrity, um, you know, moments that we've gotten stopped in the mall or something. Hey, you're from the mindset podcast. Like, it's, it's really cool um, wow. to see that we've gotten people on board and really, you know, to feed into this, this movement that we're starting. Um, and, you know, just the feedback that we've gotten so far, and we've actually taught so many people. We have to, we like to have a lot of like practical tips and tricks that what people can actually do, right? A lot of motivational speakers and things like that. They're they're very you know theoretical, philosophical, but we really want like tangible things that you know people can take away and do. Um, so that's what we've been doing. Awesome! Wow, um, that's great. No, that's really cool. I know. Josh, I don't think we've been stopped. Since you're fine. Oh, heck no. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> people, people walk right by us. <laughs> even people we know, they're like, you guys have a podcast? Like, yeah, yeah, we, we do. Why, why would you say that? <laughs> no, that's awesome. And it's cool. It's cool that what you guys are doing is having such a, a positive impact on the community around you, not just your, your family and friends, but um, beyond that too. Um, and I'm, one of my questions was going to be, you know, what's the response been to your podcast? But if you guys are being stopped in the mall, I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good response. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and man, you guys actually kind of answered a couple of my questions, so I'm going to move, move along. <laughs> any, um, any, auto any autographs yet though? When you get asked for an autograph, you know that that's or a picture, oh, like no. a selfie, no selfies yet. Not yet. You have to tell no, us when that happens. No, yeah. no kissing babies yet. We're, we're, we're working on that. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, if, I may just, if I may just add, and I'm sure both of you can yeah. relate to this. I think, what I enjoy the most, of course, what I enjoy the most is giving our listeners value. But up there is 
on, on in that list is definitely meeting people like yourselves, right? Meeting a bunch of cool people. Uh, mm -hmm. That's very, very cool. And, and building our network and the people that we stay in contact with, uh, because we like to say it's more than just a podcast with all of our guests. It's a friendship that we establish, right? So it, it's not a goodbye. It's a more of a see you later. Like we'll talk soon. We'll stay in touch. And I think that's very cool about having a podcast is you meet so many interesting people. I mean, you guys are all, almost in episode 100, right? So it's how many about 90 people more or less yeah. that you guys have met because i know you you all yeah. have some yeah. some repeaters on there but it's about right. 90 people right that you all have met that yeah. you wouldn't have met if you didn't have your podcast so that's very cool yeah no for sure i i completely agree with that and it's funny i was talking to my wife about this a little while ago um you know because i agree with both those things it's like you're, you're able to connect with um awesome people you're giving value and then i really enjoy when we realize that people that we had on our podcast um have connected with other people that we know, not because of us, but maybe just because they heard us on the, on, or they heard someone else on our podcast. Like they heard, they heard Gabe and, and Anthony on our show. And then all of a sudden we know um, different people that are connected with you guys now without us even being the bridge, you know, like saying, Hey, I want to introduce you guys, but they just heard you guys from what we did. And then they right. got connected with you. And that's one of the, that is one of the cool things. Cause it has this um, really cool trickle down effect. And I know we've mentioned it before, but as far as coaches, there's a, a book that we gave out a couple of years ago at the character combine event. It was called one in a million. The whole concept is, you know, as a coach, you have influence over, over a team or over the kids that you teach if you're a teacher. And the hope is that you can, if you can just have an impact on one person, then you could potentially have through, through networking, through, um, through that person's influence, you can potentially at the end of your life in a, a roundabout way, have influence over millions of people if you just start with one people and if you multiply that out right off the bat, if you have a influence over an entire team or like you guys with your podcast, all these people that are listening, then your inf influence and your, your thumbprint is really spreading really quickly. And that's a really cool part about what, what you guys are doing in this whole, you know, podcasting world. It's Absolutely. Awesome. That's what it's awesome. all about. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I mean, I mean, we could probably go on and on about just how awful the things are in the world right now. I you know, with COVID and, you know, the fires in California, like I can't even like, we won't even go there. But we were talking about this with you guys last week, like the cool thing about, you know, just obviously with the social distancing, and now everyone's tied down to zoom or other platforms of like, video messaging that everyone is more comfortable with it. Like I know Josh and I had reservations to like, even try to do a Skype um, episode before COVID, we were like, oh, okay, we got to test it out. I don't know how that's going to work. But now that we've had practice, we get the opportunity to have you guys on and you guys are what across the country. So it's like, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's a great opportunity. And I think it gives us more and you're, you guys as well, more opportunity, opportunity to connect with people who maybe you would not originally think of connecting with. Gabe and I, Gabe and I joke around that whenever we move or whenever we visit Sacramento, rather, we have so many friends because we have <laughs> had so many of your guests on yeah. our show. Uh, you know, yeah. Isaac Swanga, Swanga, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Isaac, that was the other one. Isaac Coles yeah. that we're going to have. Um, oh, Coach awesome. Lane, oh, Coach Lane moved to San Francisco, I believe. I think he was in Sacramento, but he moved. To yeah, San I think he's in the Bay Area. Yep. Yeah, but we have so many friends over there that we can move over just because of the podcast and have lunch with different people every single day. <laughs> yeah. awesome. See? That's awesome. No, I, I love hearing that type of Not stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, one thing yeah. I did want to ask you guys was, so, okay, so you guys, obviously you explained your athletic background. Um, we know that you guys are in the, the business world as well. 
I'm always interested to hear people talk about how their athletic background and how the athletic mindset, uh, discipline, hard work, uh, mental toughness, all of that stuff has mm -hmm. translated for you guys into the business world. Because I think it's really important, especially for young athletes to hear, because we all know like the dream for a lot of us was to play professional, you know, sports, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, whatever it may be. The reality of it is, what is it like 1% or like less than 1% actually makes it to even division one sports, let alone professional sports. And so sometimes you have people that put so much into trying to achieve that level and then when they don't make it, they're like, well, what do I do now? Because like we've talked about before, their entire identity is wrapped up in that. But I've been a, a huge fan of the idea of pivoting, right? So you love sports. You're not going to play at the professional level, but you can still stay in the, in the world of sports, but you just have to change up how you're doing it. You're not going to be on the field competing, but you can compete in other ways. And so I think if people can kind of have that mindset, it's really beneficial for a young athlete to keep that in mind. So pursue your dream of playing professional but realize that you have other options where you can stay in sports as well. And part of that, like we've always talked about is that mindset that you take with you from the field into the family room, the boardroom, wherever it may be. So for you guys, um, how, how important do you think that is? And, and what elements of the athletic world have you taken into the business world? Go for it, Gabe. Um, yeah. So it's incredibly important. I don't think I'd be the person or the man I am today if it wasn't for, the years that I played sports and I give a lot of credit to the coaches that I had. Um, you know, one of my very first basketball coaches, he started coaching me when he was in high school and he's getting married in like a year and I'm going to be walking his wedding. Like we're still really close. And you know, my high school basketball coach, you know, he's a big mentor of mine and believe it or not, he's taught me more off the court than on the court. And I feel like everything that you can learn in sports, you can transition over to the business world or, you know, any aspect of life. I mean, business to me is like a game, right? It's, it, that's kind of the way I see it. It's like your, your teammates is like your network. It's the people that you can reach out to, the people that you can work with. Um, and not only that, but also like you mentioned, Josh, is the discipline that you need to have to achieve your goals and to, to just get up in the morning when no one's there to wake you up, you know, when, you know, the hard work they need to put in. Because, yeah, when I was in high school, when you were in middle school, you wanted to be a pro, but now that things have changed, that, that hard work, that, that work ethic is still there. But you're just putting that energy into something else. You know, mm -hmm. so I think for me, I don't think I'd be the person or the man or the business person I am today if it wasn't for the impact sports left on me and the coaches that I had throughout, you know, my journey. Mm -hmm. How about you, Joanne? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Gabe, 100%. If I can narrow it down to one thing that sports has taught me uh, that I now use in, in the business field and real estate is that phrase next play next play right our coach will always say next play miss the layup next play what are you going to do you have to get back on defense now you can't just sit there and dwell and complain and throw your hands up like you missed the layup or you made a bad pass you you turned over the ball next play what are you going to do next how are you going to make it up i relate that to business right you make a bad investment you made it you can't take it back it's the next play what is the next investment going to look like or you messed up with a client you said something you shouldn't have said that client decided to go with another realtor it is what it is. What are you going to do with the next client? That's always the question. It's the next, right? Having that mindset of looking forward and not looking back. That's what sports taught me. And that's what I now use in the business world. So I'm forever thankful for being an athlete and, and, and still using what I've learned in the business field. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, Deb. Oh, no, I was just going to piggyback off that and say, just, you know, you can, I mean, just what you just said, like next play, next play. I was just immediately thinking about 
and that's life too, you know, business too, but but like life, like stuff happens and then you just got to, you just got to keep going. Okay. What's the next move? You know, instead of dwelling, like you said, you know, Anthony, like on that bad play that just happened, you know, that can apply to life too. Like, you know, for sure. That was good. Yeah. No, that was really good. Yeah. Having short-term memory, I think is the most important thing. You know, that's something that Mm. our coach, when we played together, always told us. And it's something that's always stuck because again, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, whatever it is, you know, you have to have short-term memory to really get over what it is and and think of, like you said, Anthony, the next play, you know, what are you going to do next? How is your next step going to be your best step? So yeah, for sure. Well, I thought, especially, you know, with whether it's sports or business or like you said, Deb with life, um, it's really easy when things are going bad to just get in that negative headspace and just allow it to, you know, bring you down, bring you down, bring you down. And then if you're competing on the field and you're in that negative, like we've talked a lot. I mean, I played baseball in high school, Deb played softball in high school and uh, college. And so we, we talk about that quite a bit, but you know, for example, if you strike out and, you, and you're one of your bats and then you go into the field and you take that with you into the field um, mm-hmm. and you're still thinking about that, what's well, going to affect how you play in the field. And if, you know, if you're still thinking about the next at bat, it's going to affect your next at bat and it just keeps going. Um, and same thing with, I'm sure with your guys's, you know, decisions you guys make as far as business, like you said, Anthony, if, if something goes wrong with a client and you just hold on to it, well, that's going to end up affecting future uh, conversations or interactions you have with clients. And it's going to, you know, whether you realize it or not, it's going to have a negative impact. Um, so like you said, quick memory, let it go. And I think that's the thing too. It's like, you have to use those things as a learning experience. You can't just say, well, it just happens. I'm done with it. No, you learn from it and get right. some value out of it, right? Because if you just fail and you and that's, it, that's all it is, is, you just failed and you don't think about it anymore, well, then you got nothing out of it. If you can fail and then learn from it, then it wasn't just all for not, right? Like you actually took some value from it and now it's going to make you better moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, that's, I think that's really good. And I think, I mean, that's why you guys are successful and you guys have a successful podcast and that's why people recognizing them all because <laughs> you guys are, you guys are making good decisions. You guys have, uh, have the, the right mindset. Um, I, I, because of what yeah. you guys do, I'm wondering Absolutely. if I have a, one of my questions for you guys, I wanted to know who, I guess who really impresses you as far as athletes when it comes to their mindset. But I also want to know, just hearing you guys talk, I'm, I'm interested to hear, I guess, I don't know if they're considered motivational speakers or just business giants. I mean, you have all these guys, that you see doing crazy things as far as the business world. Um, so who, who do you, who kind of inspires you as far as the business side of things and then also the sports side of things when it comes to their mind? Yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take a, a swing at this one. So from a, um, a sports per, per, oh my God, I'm sorry. From a sports perspective, I would definitely say Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Oh my God. His, his mentality is insane. I don't think you can ever replicate it. It was insane. I also saw the, um, documentary with Michael Jordan. I don't know if you all got a chance to look at it. I know Gabe and I, we I saw it. it. What, yeah, what is amazing. it called again? Last Dance. Last, Last Dance. Dance. Yeah, that, that's insane. Uh, know, I was Kobe hooked. Bryant, yeah, it was, it, was a great, it was a great documentary. So Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan for sure are, are in my opinion, the, in the highest in the list uh, as far as mindset. It's just insane. The work ethic, it's, it's sick. Um, and as far as uh, just a regular person, I, I definitely think Eric Thomas is yeah. is one of my favorite ones because he just every time he speaks i feel like he's speaking directly at me and i love that i love that i feel like he's yelling at me right so i feel like i'm yeah. in trouble every time i talk to him i yeah. mean I, I listen to him yeah <laughs> Eric Thomas, I, I love listening to his podcast and his and his motivational videos what about you gabe um for me well you actually stole mine i was gonna say mj um yeah. because yeah with that last dance i mean i think we all had 
I guess, a closer look of like inside the mind of Michael Jordan. And it's like no other. Obviously, you know, Kobe and LeBron and, you know, they're all in that conversation as well. But I think Jordan um, has always been like that, you know, that that tier for me. So definitely on a sports perspective, um, I honestly wish I was alive in that era to watch him play. Um, I'd love to see reruns and stuff. But yeah, for sure, from a sports perspective, Michael Jordan, from a business perspective, I would say Mark Cuban. Um, oh, nice. is, is one I really look up to. I mean, I love what he does with, you know, Shark Tank and everything. And, you know, he's obviously the owner of the Mavs and, but I, you know, always with, with everything he does off, you know, off the TV, off the camera, you know, in high schools and stuff and his speeches and, you know, his background coming from Indiana and, you know, his college days and really wanting something for himself and building it for himself, I think really inspired me, um, to do what I do. And, I love to, you know, watch him speak and everything he does from like an investment standpoint on Shark Tank, you know, he's a really incredible mind. Pat Riley. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pat Riley. I just thought about him now when you, when you were speaking, Gabe, Pat Riley, I think is an insane strategizer when it comes to business, right. And sports. So I, I love that, that business and sports combination that he has. He's a, he's a genius. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Who are you guys going to, who are you guys? I'm assuming you guys are Heat fans. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. Well, Gabe actually works at the American Airlines Arena where the Heat play. Gabe, I don't know if you oh, want nice. to talk about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, let me hear about it. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, so a little bit of context. I I'm a marketing major now, but I started off college with I was a sports management uh, major because I mean I'm sure many athletes like myself I I didn't know what the heck I wanted to study when I got to college, so I'm like okay, sports cool, sports management that's what I'll study. Um, so I was lucky enough to get a job with the arena, um, pretty much like the first couple months of my freshman year in college and really cool experience. I mean, I was working there up until obviously COVID, um, but it, it, it's an incredible atmosphere to work in. The people are there are amazing. Um, but I guess the only reason I kind of made that shift was because I started to notice that I guess my job was taking that passion of sports away from me. And I, I guess it just, I didn't want to mix the two. Like I got, I would get home and I'm like, I don't want to watch basketball. Like I'm literally working there all day. Like I didn't want to mix the two and I wanted to really enjoy, you know, the, the basketball and, and, you know, just watching sports in general. I didn't really want to look at sports everyone night when I got home just cause I was surrounded uh, with it at work and I would, you know, relate, you know, basketball games with, you know, uh, angry customers and, you know, annoying people at work. So I, I didn't really want to mix the two. So that was kind of what I guess encouraged me to, to switch majors. But yeah, I did work there and um, up until this whole COVID situation hit. And it's, it's an incredible atmosphere. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity to come down here to Miami um, to visit and watch a, a heat game. But you know, that culture that everyone talks about is definitely uh, represented really well, not only, you know, with the team and, you know, the organization, but the fan base to, you know, the people here in Miami, it's, it's an incredible city and incredible, you know, team to stand behind. So I love it. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Who, who do you, who are you going to play next? Who's, who's going to win tonight? Is it tonight? Tonight's the game, right? We, well, I think we're going to play Boston. You think Boston? What about you, Anthony? Yeah, I think Boston too. Boston. I love the Boston team. They're, they're feisty. They're, they're a good team. Yeah. And, but be. let me tell you, I, I love this Heat team, though. Jimmy Butler, oh, my yeah. God. He's been going crazy. Yeah. That was, I know uh, Giannis got hurt in, that, in the series when we played Milwaukee, but we still played, like, we played really well. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun one. I can't imagine. Well, it's gotta be a weird feeling. I mean, down there in Miami. I mean, I don't know what the what the situation is like, but I mean, is it? It's gotta be a little bit different now with everything that's going on, right? It's like not the yeah. not the same atmosphere. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know how much you guys have been listening to the news, but I mean, we've been kind of like the epicenter of this whole COVID situation for right. quite some time. It wasn't until recently that the kind of like the numbers started to decrease and stuff, but um, things things are are slowly looking up. I I think you know we should be out of this pretty soon. Hopefully, you know, if everyone still you know continues to do their job and wears their mask and keeps their distance and stuff. Um, I don't know how the situation is over there in, in Sacramento, but over here people are they're kind of they're kind of feisty when it comes to that. They think you know I don't want to get political and stuff, but you know what I'm talking about. People don't want to sure. you know wear their masks sure. and things like that. But it's definitely it's definitely looking up for 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 Miami. Good, good. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, I don't, I honestly, like, Josh, I don't know if you look at the news, but I have stopped looking at the news. I don't even, right now, I'm just looking, is yeah. air quality okay so I can go running outside? Like, I honestly don't even know what's going on with COVID right now in Sacramento. Like, have no, I, I don't even know. But it's yeah. not, I don't think it's getting that much better because everything is still, like, kind of shut down. There's only outdoor, like, eating plate. Every, every county is different, right? So right. it's just... Sorry, I was laughing because I thought you were going to talk about, like, I have no idea what's going on in the sports world. Oh, well, that too. So I have none. No idea. We joke around. Did we tell you guys this last time on the podcast? Did we tell them that I, like, have no I don't think concept? so. I, I didn't want to bring that up on their podcast, but on ours, also, I, for sure. Josh, <laughs> well, Josh makes fun of me, and, and, like, I'll make fun of myself, too, because I totally, like, love sports, love the game, I love playing it, I coach them. But as far as, like, professional sports go, I know nothing like, I don't know teams. I don't know players. I don't know statistics. I have no idea what anyone's talking about. I don't watch games on TV. And so Josh thought it would be a great idea for me to join his fantasy football team a few years <laughs> no, no, ago. Not, not my team. It's our league. No, I would, league. Never, I would never let her join my team. <laughs> I'm not even t- saying it right. I don't even know what I'm saying. So his league, whatever. And I'm <laughs> I'm, the draft comes right, and I have no idea what I'm doing. And then the game days come, and I have no—I'm not putting players in. There's players on my bench, apparently. There's injured players. I have no idea, none. And I don't know why he—he's re- having me be on his league again this year. No it's idea. Good, I'll do it. Con- it's good content. It's basically just a—we do a league with my family, so um, you know they all like you, so you can't embarrass yourself in front of people that you don't know, and. Um, just yeah, we thought it'd be fun. Plus, it's it's good content. You know what I mean? We can bring this to the every week. We could talk about it on the podcast and say, "Oh, yeah, she didn't. She left uh, two roster spots blank. An injured person in. Nice. Gonna get nice. wild. So stay tuned. If you guys love I fantasy no football, idea. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you showed up for the draft. So, oh, <laughs> well, there's that. Did the draft already happened. There I don't even know. See, it was Tuesday. That's okay though. No one told me. <laughs> you gotta tell me, Josh. See, you should know that I don't know what's going on. Okay, ne- I'm gonna make a note for next year that I need to hold your hand through the whole process. Yes, because I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, this Anyways. is what these are. Gabe, Anthony, I'm sorry. These are the things that you guys get roped into when you're on our show. So exactly. I don't want to bring this up for a third time, but I'm going to. See, this is why we don't get recognized by people out in the public. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't listen to the podcast long enough to you know really know who we are <laughs> josh what 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 a uh, professional sport do you listen to uh, i guess constantly or, or what do you which one do you pay more attention to uh man i, I so i'm a huge baseball fan i'm wearing a, a giant shirt right now um okay. so I, I love baseball i watch baseball all the time same with football i love watching football 
Um, I, I love, I'll say this, I, I enjoy basketball, but I, I, I found like over the last maybe six or seven years, I don't really start paying attention until um, the playoffs. Like I kind of, I, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that, I'll pay attention to different storylines. So I have a general idea of what's going on throughout the season with different players. Um, but I'm, I'm not like, the, the games really aren't on that much for me unless it's the playoffs. And uh, I, I can't even say like, I'm not, a, I'm not a Sacramento Kings fan. I couldn't say that I am. Um, like I, it's cool. It's cool when they win, but I, I, I would be lying if I said like, I'm a diehard supporter of, of the Kings. You know what I mean? I know some people, some people hate that because we live in Sacramento, but um, nothing against them. I just don't, I don't follow them you know, like other people yeah. do. So, um, but those are kind of the main three that I, I watch. Um, and I, a little bit of UFC when it's on uh, occasionally I'll, I'll get into that. I don't know that much about it. I know that I would never want to do it. I think we talked <laughs> about that on your guys' podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, yeah. Built, I'm not built for that at all. <laughs> Deb, you, don't, you don't see, you don't see Josh in a, in a ring. In a cage. Well, she, would, she would love that. She wishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I would love it. <laughs> I don't see him doing it, but that would be fun. To yeah. watch. <laughs> it would make it would make for a great episode. I'll tell you that after the after yeah. the fight. Great content. Maybe great content. if I can talk, <laughs> I'm like my mouth's gonna be like all messed up, and I'll probably be missing teeth. It's not gonna be a good situation. But you would have okay. a great time. It's it would okay. just, yeah. It would turn into a roast session. That's all it would be. <laughs> <laughs> good. It's okay. It'll be. We'll have a roast session episode where I don't know what the heck's going on with fantasy football. And then a roast session for you for getting your butt kicked in the ring. Huh. That. I don't know if you guys think that that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> like one, it's like physical harm. I mean, have you guys ever done any of that type of stuff? Like any of the MMA training or anything like that? Never. Gabe? Never. Never. I don't, I don't plan on it. Um, I've either. boxed like for fun, like, you know, for exercise and stuff, but I would never fight somebody, you know? See, I want to do that because I know it's a, it's a great, it's a great workout. I've always wanted to do yeah. that. I just, I've never done it. The boxing thing. I'm so, I mean, I, I just, I feel like I'd be so uh, uncoordinated with that. Like, I feel like it would take me some time to learn, you know, how to hit mitts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely harder than it looks. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely harder than it looks. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, like, I don't like the idea of sparring and stuff like that. For me, it's like, there's, there's so little up in my head right now. Like I can't afford to lose anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I've got to protect everything that I have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly not, that's not even an age thing with me deb i appreciate that it's just me <laughs> um, so i think you guys i think you guys talked about this before on um the episode we did with you guys but um who is a a coach or a teacher that had a really big impact on your life i, I if i remember correctly i believe it was your basketball coach in high school uh was kind of the guy for you but um for our for our audience can you explain a little bit about why that is yeah sure so um our mentor actually is, is our basketball coach from high school his name is coach juan hernandez um excellent coach down here in in miami he's been to states multiple times for high school he even coached at fiu as an assistant coach at florida international university which is a d1 uh, school down here uh so he has a, he's a he knows what he's doing but like gabe mentioned i think previously earlier today is what what separated him from all the coaches I've, that I've had in middle school, elementary, is that it was never really about the X's and O's for him. It was always about making us men for tomorrow, making us men for the future, uh, teaching us to always be on time, teaching us about next play, teaching us that when we're tired and it's at the end of practice, a long two and a half hour practice to look to your left and to look to your right. And that to get the motivation from those people that you see your teammates to keep going forward. 
right? It's those, those life lessons that really separated him, Coach Juan, from all the other coaches that were all about, don't forget this play, don't forget this play, and I'll see you tomorrow for the game, right? I think that's what, what separated uh, Coach Juan from the rest. Uh, Gabe, you want to take it? Yeah, I mean, I everything you said basically is pretty much like what I've taken away from him. He's he's still heavily invested into what we do. He's He's been a guest on our podcast. We go to him all the time for advice and, and you know, mentorship. And, you know, at the time when we were in high school, we might not have like realized what he was doing. But now a couple years later, we definitely see the effects of, you know, his, his discipline. Um, I'm not sure if we mentioned it previously or, or in our podcast, but he would never allow you know, basketball or his players specifically to, you know, to come into the practice with, you know, slides on with headphones or, you know, your jersey around your neck. You had to come ready to play, shoes tied, you know, jersey tucked. You're either there to play or you're you're there to watch. Like which one which one are you doing, right? And, you know, from from before I had transferred to that school, I mean, I was exposed to the opposite. I was exposed to, hey, yeah, coach, I'll see you, you know, when the buzzer hits and we'll, we'll drop some plays and we'll play basketball. Like I was never really exposed to, mm-hmm. to the, the level of coaching that he had. It was, again, he was mainly off the court where he wanted to do it was yeah. bigger than basketball. And, you know, he really had like a, a father figure, um, I guess, persona that he had on all of us. And, you know, I'm sure I'm speaking for all the players that have ever played for him, that he's had an, a, a, a positive impact on on their lives and what they're doing today and they still talk to him i'm sure and and you know i i still see him being such a big mentor and an impact on my life going forward not only on the basketball court when i was in high school so that was that was a coach that i'll never forget i mean again not only that he was an excellent basketball coach he knew the x's and o's um i mean we we would literally take plays and like play them like in the gym like when we were just you know playing around and we would whoop teams because they had no idea what we were doing but yeah man overall he was just a great a great human being to be around great awesome so not only a good coach but like a life coach as well yeah absolutely Absolutely. And, and the preparation uh that he would take right we and that he would influence on us right we would watch film constantly on the other team so we going into the game i mean there was so much preparation right the beginning from the meals that we would have prepared for us uh to the to the film that we would watch uh and not only would we watch film but then we would have like the starters go against um let's say the bench players just for the for the sake of argument um and the, the bench players would play the role of the other team and run their plays. So by the time we play with the team, we already played against that team technically, right? With our own teammates. So it was insane uh, preparation. So like Gabe said, it, he was an excellent X's and, o, an X's and O coach, but it was more than that. It was beyond the basketball court. Academically, you had to have good grades or you, you would be kicked off. And like we mentioned in our podcast, he would always say everyone is replaceable the best player, right? And he, not only would he say that, but he, there was an example of that, right? Like I mentioned in our podcast, um, we're going into game. I don't know. We're going into finals, playoffs, districts, um, and that kind of nature when things are getting intense and, and we're trying to win our best player got kicked out of the, out of the team because of a, of a scuffle that he had an argument that he had with the coach, our best player, our leading scorer out in playoffs out like that. And he didn't come back. It was done. I mean, everyone is replace, replaceable is what he would always say, and he lived by it. So he was an excellent coach for us. 
That's awesome. Not, not only that, but I guess his level of focus too. Yeah. I don't know if you caught it, Anthony, but sometimes before games, like I would go, I would just glance over at him and the level of focus that you would see in his eyes was like insane. Like we would be over here, you know, eating Skittles and, you know, playing around, laughing, whatever. And this guy's just, he's in the zone, like for at least a couple hours before and after the game too. Especially if we lost the game, forget about it. You, you don't want to talk to that guy. Because he was already, again, he was already next play. He's like, all right, how, what are we going to do the next time we play them? I need to be ready, you know? And he would always, he would always be the first one to, to admit, look, this was my fault. And he would always take the blame for us. He would never let, um, you know, one of his players, um, you know, I guess, you know, take, take the blame, really. I, I don't know what else, you know, what, what other word to use. But he was always there for us. And he was always, I guess, that level of focus that I'm talking about would just transitioned over – not only the X's and O's, but obviously into the business world. And he's a successful businessman as well. And, you know, it's definitely transitioned over into our lives and what we do um, because everything we did from basketball was, you know, super, you know, tight knit. Everything was, you know, down to the culture that we had with our guys. It was just, everything was, was in place. And if you were to look at our, at our team, I mean, there's probably nobody, you know, bigger than six, three, six, four, but we made it to the state final four you know, just because all of us were willing to put in the work and we were all laser focused and we bought into his program. So that's awesome. I love, wow. I love hearing that too, because like you guys mentioned, you guys are on the younger side and you guys aren't that far removed from your playing days. It's cool because sometimes we have guests that come on that are, you know, a little bit older and they say, man, I wish I would have known back then what the coach was trying to teach me, or I wish I would have picked up on it sooner because it would have been benefited me so much in life. Um, and the fact that you guys are saying that at the age that you guys are right now, it means that you, that stuff really hits you pretty quickly and it didn't take, you know, years and years for it to finally set in and for you guys to understand what the coach was trying to teach you. And so I think it's a cool thing for any coaches that listen to this because it, it just makes, makes me realize, and hopefully it makes all of the coaches that listen to this realize that the impact that you can have, I mean, can be really immediate if you coach in an effective way. That's pretty cool. I think. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think, uh, like you mentioned in our podcast, uh, sometimes or almost all the time you spend more time with the coaches and your family. At least that's how I felt. Right. I mean, basketball was a year round thing for, for this coach, right? Usually most coaches, once the season's over, see you guys next season, right? A couple months off for us. It was year round summers, everything. Uh, Gabe knows that even in Thanksgiving, we were playing basketball at some tournament new year's, uh, the second day, January 2nd, we were in a tournament, uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, we were playing basketball. I mean, it was nonstop, and, and that was our family. Our team was our family, but our coach was, like Gabe said, our father figure because you spend the mo more time with them than at home with your parents, right? So it's, it's coaches do have an effect. I, I can tell you I've seen it, and I've experienced it. Love it. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It, well, I want to so, – well, I just want to point out that, I, you know, it sounds like your basketball coach taught you a lot about character, and, you know, of course, this is our, you know, the podcast is called Character Combine. So we always ask our guests and then, you know, I'm even more so curious to ask you guys, what does character mean to you? And then how, I guess, how could, if you had advice, how could coaches apply it to their athletes since you guys kind of got that on the receiving end as players is what it sounds like. Sure. Gabe, you want to take that one? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, for me, character is just, I guess it's a culmination of experiences, right? I think everything you go through in life, I guess, molds you into the person you become. 
And that character is always changing because we're always going through different things, different experiences through life. And that's the beauty of life, right? I think that's what character is to me. And as far as coaching, what coaches can do to, I guess, set a, set an example and, and make an impact on their players is to kind of, you know, do what we just mentioned is just, you know, make it more than just basketball, make it more than the X's and O's and, you know, really give your players a reason to play, you know, not only, Hey, if you play this hard, you're going to, you know, win a state championship at the, at the end of the day, but say, no, if you play this hard, if you work this hard, this will transition one day into your next career, whether you're in the medical field, the business field, whatever it is, you can transition the discipline and the hard work that you applied today. Right. I still, some of my best memories are in the weight room, literally like crying because I couldn't, you know, lift a hundred pounds or whatever the case was. But I think those, that's what really builds the character. And I think if a lot of coaches, cause I've, I've played for a lot of bad coaches. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, say that, but I have, and it's, it's, I guess that's why it's so easy for me to compare. But some of the coaches that were just there for the games and they're there, you know, they're gone right after the buzzer hits. You don't even see them. You can't even text them. You can't do nothing. Like those are the ones that you really don't want to, I guess, be in play for from a player's perspective. Um, and then, you know, those that are really there for you and they're, they're, they're there for you to, to talk to about life, about your grades, about what's going on at home. Um, I don't remember who it was, Anthony, you may be able to help me out with this, but one of our players, one of our teammates back in, you know, in high school and with this coach, I guess, I think he lost his grandmother, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And he, we all, I think gathered around and, you know, I don't, I think we skipped practice that day and we really made it a point to be there for that one player. Um, and yes, the, the team is important. The team is a, a collective unit. But that one player is part of the team, and that was led by our coach. You know, it, it shouldn't be led by the players. Yes, the players have a voice; they're leaders on the court. But I think that player won't become the player or person it needs to be if it isn't for that coach to kind of guide them and teach them those those ins and outs throughout life. So, what do you got? Yeah. Very well said, Gabe. Uh, I would just add on that I think character, in, in in my definition, is your mission statement. It's what you're about, right? Every, every company has a mission statement and so does every person, right? So it's, what are you about? What are, what are you really trying to do here on, on earth, right? You only get one shot at this. Um, you know, we, we live every day, right? It's what are you going to do with that opportunity that, that's so sacred, so valuable? So that's, that's what character is to me and, and deciding what you want to do with that is, is up to you. Now, um, my only, I guess, message for coaches who may be listening to this is just to understand where the, the players are at. Because right now, if you're probably coaching, you're probably coaching. If, if it's not in the pros, you're probably coaching student athletes, right? Students first, right? Student athletes. So you just have to understand that, you, you know, those are the most critical ages for, for those athletes, right? High school, middle school, college, even. They're going, it's, it's, a, it's a very constructive year. It's where you're getting all your thoughts together, coming up with your own opinions. Things might get more difficult as they go on. Um, so it's just understanding them and meeting your players where they're at, not where they, where you want them to be. Love, Love it. it. We That's are going to wrap it up there. Cause I feel like these users are about I, to take over our podcast. I mean, they could, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was like, they yeah. could just, hey, you guys got it. We don't, you don't need us. You guys <laughs> could take over our show. I, I know there's certain moments, um, and like as much as we give like, each other a hard time, there's those certain moments where we, I think we have the same thought at the same time. Yeah. And that was one of those moments where it's like, you know what? 
That's enough. We've heard enough from these dudes. They're going to take over. So we got to kick, kick them out quick. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are great. Man, that was a, no, I love both those answers and um, everything you guys said. It was awesome. Josh, I wanted to ask you, are you a coach right now? Are you coaching a team? No, you know, it's funny. I've only coached uh, one team. It was like a, an assistant coach thing for just a, like a little league. Uh, it was okay. like a summer little league team. It wasn't anything crazy. So I've actually, I've never really coached. I've mentored some athletes um, in okay. the past, but I've never, I've never cut coached coach. I haven't coached like Deb where Deb's done it for a few years. Um, but yeah, no, I, I probably will at some point, you know, maybe, yeah. not, maybe not if they hear this podcast. I'm like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> we don't need you around our athletes, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. So hopefully one day I will, but Deb was shaking her head. Like now it's probably, probably a good idea that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just agreeing with you. I'm taking a break from coaching myself right now. Um, but I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, Ooh, people are listening. They're crazy chick coaching my kids. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But honestly, like we've talked before, like, and I don't know how you feel about this, Deb, but I've talked to people. This, this kind of feels like coaching in a sense, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're trying to, like we've always said from the very beginning, we don't have all the answers and we're not going to ever pretend like we do um, or pretend like we know what's best for certain topics or certain situations. But we do want to create a platform where we can have the conversation. And if we can inspire um, a coach or an athlete or if we can get inspire a conversation between a coach and a coach or a coach and an athlete or a coach and a parent or a student and a parent, whatever it might be, like that's our whole thing. So, um, you know, even though we're not coaching on a, on a field or a court, I mean, I kind of, in some ways I treat this as, as though we are coaching, you know, for sure. For sure. I think you guys are doing that. You know, the coaches and, and athletes that listen to you all and you're coaching them, right? Like you said, it's a different platform. It's a different Avenue, but it's still coaching. And right. I might just yeah. add, I want to say this out here and, and put it into existence. I, both of you, uh, coaching one team together in the future, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. I see both of you uh, coach and assistant coach. I don't know who's going to take what role. But I, 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 I know, I know for sure. Deb's going to be the head coach. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that kind of hate from parents. At least we're on the same page with, as with that. What, what do you, okay. If you guys had to, if you guys had to choose a sport for us, so just pretend baseball softball is out of the question. Right. Okay. Um, Cause that would be the easy answer. Right, Deb. So um, yeah. what, what coach would you guys like, or what sport would you guys like to see us coach together? Gabe, go for it. Yeah, I was going to say either baseball or softball because, I mean, I know both of you guys played. But, I mean, the only other – see, the only other sport I would maybe see you guys coaching is, I don't know, like – I don't know if you guys are – I mean, basketball or soccer. Soccer, that's a good one. Soccer. soccer. I was going to say soccer. soccer. I was going to say soccer. <laughs> guys, guys. Yes, Soccer. <laughs> That's my sport now. If you've been listening to our show, she, she loves soccer. I'm just gonna say this right now, though. That would be a nightmare because I I played until I was maybe 12, and okay. wasn't that great. Like I started like obviously you play all the positions when you're younger, but like as I grew older, I just continued to move further and further back to the point where I was basically a, a defender, and they're like just get in the way. Basically, we need you to be a speed bump because you're not gonna do anything else on the soccer field. Um, Deb loves indoor soccer but every time she talks about it she's like i just love crashing into people so this is gonna be a disaster but maybe we'll try it one day i put it i put it out there i put it out into the universe today yep 
Just that know, might- I'm, I'm the one that set it up. I'm the one that set it up. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's true. So every time a parent comes up to us and says, what in the world are you doing? It's like, it was Anthony Venezuela's part. Uh, <laughs> it was his fault. You can blame him. Like, go find him. Goodbye. <laughs> when you do, check out his podcast <laughs> and follow him on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, awesome. Um, so, well, hey, we guys, we appreciate your time. And uh, we, we love the conversation. It was a lot of fun. Where can they follow you guys um, as individuals? Where can they follow your podcast? All that stuff. Go for it, Gabe. You're the media yeah, guy. So we can follow the Mindset Podcast. We're pretty much the Mindset Podcast anywhere on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. I think we're even on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. Anthony. Yeah. Um, we're experimenting we're LinkedIn. with TikTok. LinkedIn also. Yeah, we're, we're on, on LinkedIn. You can find our podcast Basically, anywhere you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, all those, all those cool places. Me, individually, you can find uh, my personal account at Gabriel underscore Russo. Um, and then, Ant, you got your own little thing yeah, going yeah. on. Over there. Very simple, at Anthony Valenzuela, my full name. With two A's. With two A's at the end, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, like, he wants an extra A for some reason. Yeah. You make it fancy. You stand out that way, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and make sure you guys, if you guys are listening to this, um, please go give their podcast a, uh, a five-star rating and review on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Apple Music might work too, but Apple Podcasts would probably be better. So <laughs> yeah. um, definitely go do that and uh, you know, show them some love on the, on the ratings and the reviews. Deb, where can they follow us? You guys can follow us on Twitter at Sports Character, on Instagram at Character Combine, on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. And now I want to make a TikTok because they have a TikTok. So, <laughs> guys, see, man. I don't know if you guys saw me, but I raised my eyebrow at Josh <laughs> when I heard you see TikTok. I was like, oh, they have a TikTok. Yeah, I put my head down. Guys, I'll be honest with you. I had a great conversation, but this is not ending strong. <laughs> <laughs> you suggested soccer. Uh, and you're suggesting we get a TikTok, or you put that in her mind. So um, it was fun, and now I'm, you know, I'm starting to question it. I'm be honest it's with you guys. Because we talked to uh, we talked to Deb secretly yesterday. She gave us a phone call, and we set this up. We we yeah. got all your weak points. That doesn't surprise me at all. But you guys, while you guys were doing that, you guys probably should have helped her set up her fantasy football lineup too. That would have been a benefit <laughs> for her. <laughs> Next time, though. If I would have known, Next if I would have known the draft was Tuesday. Oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much and uh, good luck with everything and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you all so much for having us. Take care. All right, later, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks again. Take care.